Hello, welcome back to another episode of Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. Um, as you guys have started to learn, a lot of my episodes are focused on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Quora, YouTube. But what I am realizing as we go deeper and deeper into these episodes and the network and the listeners and getting your feedback is that you guys are, a lot of y'all are entrepreneurs. Most of you guys are in fact either entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. So here's the thing. There's a lot of knowledge, of course, about social media and social media marketing. That is extremely relevant, but more so how do you get started with a business and what does the back end of a business look like? The things that are not so fun and sexy like taxes and licensing that you simply have to know and have to keep up with to run a sustainable, successful, profitable business. So that is what we're going to dive into today. But before I bring out today's guest, I just want to remind everyone that Social Media School with Tanya Kilji is not just a podcast, it is a community. And we are on Facebook at Social Media School with Tanya Kilji. That is S A N I A K H I L J E E. And in that group, we do Q&As with each of the podcast guests. We have lots of networking opportunities as well as tons and tons of social media and business training for free. So please join us there, invite your friends and, it, and, and help us to, I guess, continue growing that community. So today's guest, we met through TikTok, which is definitely my quarantine addiction. I don't even know if I can call it an addiction anymore. Maybe like a life obsession. You know, that's probably a stronger word that fits how I feel about it right now. And anyhow, I had a new friend reach out, Reed Bomberger. And let's just talk about the fact that all of my guests have the coolest names ever. Beyond that, he's been an entrepreneur for 20 years, which if you think about how the average business, like, I, I don't know, like 90% fail within the first five years or so, the fact that he's been in the game for 20 years says a lot. And let me tell you, being an entrepreneur is not easy. So I give him major props for that. In that time, he's done several different businesses and side hustles, uh, but his primary business is called Out West Manufacturing, which, get ready for it, he sells castration devices for livestock, which is super, super unique and interesting. Beyond that, he's got side hustles such as Craigslist and book scouting, but we're going to talk about what it takes today to start a business, to create multiple income streams, knowing kind of the details of the back end of businesses and more. So please help me welcome Reed Bomberger. Thank you for Yay. being here. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> How are you today, Reed? Good. Thank you for that awesome introduction. You are so welcome. I mean, it's very unique. You're definitely one of the most unique guests I've had on here, which I'm excited by because here's the thing. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast where we're repeating the same old shit all day long. So this is going to be a very, very cool episode, and I'm excited to have you on. Awesome. Me too. So talk to me, read a little bit about your story, right? Because I'm just getting a chance to meet you and get to know you now. What got you into your livestock business? Uh, well, that's about a 45-minute story, so I'll condense it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I married into it. Uh, my ex-wife's uh, family developed a castrating device. And so as time went on, that's kind of when the internet, yes, I am older. That's when the internet really started kicking in. And so I approached uh, the CEO of the company and said, hey, I think you guys need to get online with this. Well, when you talk to ranchers about this kind of stuff, uh, usually it doesn't go over well. So, so is what ended up happening is I designed my own website and all I can say is the tools people have now compared to back then, I mean, this it's streamlined now. But back then, so I, I developed my own website and I started selling the, the castrating devices uh, as a separate distributor uh, for the company. And I've been doing that ever since. And and so, yeah, so and I'm still doing it right now and it's it's paying the bills. So tell me, because that's really unique, like how you took this device um, and in this market, right, that really wasn't online and you took it online. That is something I really want to dive deeper into. Like, how was it when you first started? What has been the process of taking this online and what have been the results? Well, it was difficult at first because I had no idea what I'm, I was doing. And so the first part of it is I had to develop my own website. I couldn't afford uh, pay somebody to do it. So I dove deep in and, uh, and started learning coding and that sort of thing. And then once I got it online, I just put in, get this ready. I was the first in the world for this castrating device. I don't know about all castrating devices, but so I, I, I was proud, proud of that. And so then is what I ended up doing is uh, network solutions, I believe was a couple years old then. That's when the domains were going for 70 plus dollars each. And so I purchased a couple domains and my main domain is castrator.com. And so, and I've been using that domain ever since. And so when I got started doing all that, once I got the website, posted and uh, then you had to find a payment processor to do that which was a very very long process nowadays anybody can get online and do it in less than two minutes back then it was a process you had to submit an application and pay fees and have a credit check done and all that stuff but once I got all that stuff in place then it just kind of took off from there well that is I mean so you are seriously a pioneer and I'm sure you met with a lot of resistance. A lot of people saying, hey, you're crazy. It's never going to work online. This is not something that, you know, this is like a door-to-door -door type thing. You know, people need to see it. This is not going to work this way. So tell me kind of like how those early days were of taking your business online and kind of some of the response you've gotten since. Well, yes, I got a lot of pushback on it. And uh, a, a huge learning process because now I'm online, I'm, I'm public. And so as time goes on with these devices, you learn, uh, people ask questions, you don't know the answers to. And, and so that whole process uh, was a little bit difficult. Lots of research. I did lots of research online uh, to do that. But like I said, uh, and then there's the other part of it. Okay, so now I'm getting orders coming in. And so I, as the order started coming in, I had to figure out my distribution. I had to figure out, I had to have money to buy the product. I had to, 
figure out how to ship this stuff. And so that was a learning process. And eventually is what I got down to was, uh, I, I was, I was selling so much product that I had UPS do a daily stop at, at my house. I didn't have an easy access to a post office, which was six miles away. So at that time, UPS was the feasible, the feasible option to go that route. Okay. That is super cool. I've had a product business as well. We have a post office extremely close by. Um, and I remember loading up my truck three, four times, taking the product out there. Um, one thing that I want to highlight about your story, Reed, which I find very cool and very commendable about you, is a lot of people have explained entrepreneurship like you jump out of a plane and you learn how to build a parachute on the way down. And when I hear your story, that image has not left my mind because you had to figure out okay, all right, let's, how do we take this online? All right, then how are we going to distribute product? Okay. How are we going to, you know, source this? How are we going to ship this? How are we going to create this? Each part of it from the tech portion to the operations portions to I'm sure even the accounting portion, you figured out as you went. And that is one of the most massively critical portions of entrepreneurship that I feel people do not talk about enough. Like my experience, like I started a subscription box business. Okay. Now I had to learn, um, okay, where, how am I going to sell my product? How am I going to set up my website? You know, how am I going to source these products? How much to source, how to do supply chain management? All right. Then budgeting, forecasting, all right, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, social media marketing, customer retention, um, customer service best practices, hiring, scaling, um, shipping, all of these things, even how to create a damn label for your products. That's a, that's a yes. learning process. Yes. Um, so I can relate to that. So what is some of your advice for um, entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs that are just getting started in the e-commerce and or physical product space. Can I make a bold statement? Yes, please do. Today, in this day and age, right now, there are zero excuses for people that want to earn money and saying they can't. There's so many opportunities out there, especially with the, the tools that are available. Once you find the right tools, I mean, you can make money. And, okay, there's a lot of gurus out there saying, hey, you know, I'm making X amount, I'm making $10,000 a month. Okay, that's fine. There's many out there that are doing that. My advice for entrepreneurs is, for starters, you have the ability to make that much money. But don't go with the expectations that you're going to make that much money. It'll come, it's just a matter of when. And so if people are really, really patient with themselves and learn and find a mentor that they, they can work with, then that right there is uh, some you know advice that I got. The other part of it is uh, just start, just start. I mean, there's, like I, I was telling you before, I, my brain's about to explode because there's, I was doing, I've been doing so much research the last couple months on getting into digital marketing because I haven't done a lot of it and I want to do more with it. 
So uh, you just got to start. I was held back for a month. It's like, okay, I'm just going to do something. I'm just going to start, start posting videos and learning the, the video process and everything eventually falls into, into place. And you don't need a lot of money to start doing things. No, you I don't. Mean, you don't. There's, there's so much out there. Uh, for example, like uh, book scouting. I came across this gentleman on TikTok. TikTok is the best thing. I've learned so much off of TikTok with, with some of these because people have less than 60 seconds to get their points out. It's not like watching a YouTube video for 10 minutes trying to pick out nuggets. These people on TikTok are giving you the nuggets in less than 60 seconds. So there, there's a lot to, a lot to learn. So the book scouting thing, um, I spent less than $100 and I went out and started scouting for books. Uh, $100 meaning I had to subscribe to an app and get a scanner. And, and I scanned and sent in a whole bunch of books to Amazon. That's when all the stuff hit. And I'm getting that residual from those books right now in in that respect so i don't know if i went off on a rabbit trail on that one but so what got you into books book scouting what exactly is book scouting because i'm not very very familiar with that uh well it basically you're just going into thrift stores and libraries um well libraries when i say they're books that are they're selling in in libraries and uh you're finding you have a scanner and an app okay and that scanner, you'll scan the barcode on a book and that app is connected directly into the API in Amazon and they'll tell you whether it's a profitable book, uh, book or not. And so then, you know, you're generally paying a quarter to a dollar for these books. And so, yeah, I've been doing that uh, this last couple months. Well, this last month I haven't because everything's closed down, but, and I'll give you an example. Okay. I paid, 25 cents for a book and I sold it on Amazon last week for $400. Oh my goodness. So, so basically is what I'm trying to say is now, is that my full-time job? No, I needed to create some seed money to do, to fund some of the other projects that I have on my docket list so I can move forward. So I'm looking for a lot of side hustles right now to, to, generate some extra money so I can fund my other bigger projects that I have out there. Okay. So what I think let's, it's, Oh my God, so much to break down here. First off that bull statement that there should be no excuses. Absolutely. And I think there's going to be two kinds of people that emerge from coronavirus. There are going to be the people that, uh, um, have nothing but excuses and use the victim mentality. And then there's going to be the people that see this as an opportunity. So there is a lot of that. That's, that's really exciting. And number two, I love the fact that you are diversifying income streams. I like that you're, you're not getting just too comfortable. I do not believe in putting all of your eggs in one basket. So I think that is a very interesting move on your part. Um, buying and selling on Craigslist, solid buying and selling on Amazon, very solid. I mean, Amazon is literally has dominated the world at this time. Yes. And so it's a really interesting time to be playing that game. And mm -hmm. hey, if you don't want to get product and sell product, 
let's talk about Amazon affiliate marketing where you can just promote yes. other people's products. I mean, it's so simple. And like the fact is of how much you're using this time to learn. And you know, whereas a lot of people are using TikTok for entertainment, you are absorbing knowledge. And guess what? You're brand new to TikTok. I'm brand new to TikTok. But guess what? We connected. Now here we are today, learning from each other and then helping other people to learn the ins and outs of business via this conversation. So I mean, look at the massive amount of value that we're creating from literally what was a 12 second video. Right, right. Exactly. The opportunities are insanely endless. And I mean, like I said, this is just like the very start of a relationship. Almost every podcast guest, I've had opportunities to collaborate in some form of business even after we talk. So I mean, sky is the limit right now, specifically. So one of the conversations, especially we were talking about prior to going live and recording, was that a lot of people, yes, they get inspired. They see, oh, you can make $10,000 a month, blah, 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 blah. But they just don't know what it takes to run the back end of the business. So in my world, that means taxes, that means licensing uh, visits, that means inspections, that means quality checks, that means customer service, that means dealing with you know, reviews in the flack of that, that, that means digital marketing and ad spend and X, Y, Z. So talk to me a little bit, read about some of the tips that you can get that you can give people to start to learn and manage the back end of their business. Okay. So you, you mentioned the, the parachute analogy. So, okay. There's two types of people out there. There's the creative people, the artists, etc., And then there's the anal people the accountants, the bookkeepers, okay? Two different thinkings of brain there. And through my experience, and I've done small business consulting and I've done uh, the books for not accounting, I've done bookkeeping for small businesses. And the thing that I found is that creative people are really, really good at what they do, but they lack the, uh, the knowledge or the want to take care of all of that other stuff. Okay, so for starters, you got bookkeeping, okay? Now, I had to do it. I had to learn how to do it, and uh, I couldn't afford to do it. And so I know it seems daunting, and people say, well, I was never good at math. Well, you know, if you find a good accounting software, QuickBooks, okay, and it's easy to learn, as long as you put your numbers in there every day, that's one thing. Just get the software and just start sticking your numbers in there. YouTube, get on YouTube. Okay. I mean, number one university out there is YouTube, right? The other thing is I wouldn't get too overly um, concerned about like business licenses, uh, insurance. Uh, one thing that I would recommend is uh, opening up a separate bank account. Okay. Uh, you can do it under your name and a DBA, whatever business name you have going, going on there and keep all your business expenses in that account, including credit cards or debit cards. Okay. And then as time goes on and you'll start kind of, you seeing the money flow and PayPal will hook directly to that, that account there too. And so, like I said, I wouldn't get too overly concerned about like licensing some some states are different about that. Uh, some cities are different about that. But if you're doing stuff out of your house, generally, 
that's not going to apply, including insurance. Now, if you're dealing with some products, um, high liability products out there, uh, I would recommend getting getting some insurance uh, uh, for that. But again, I wouldn't be too too terribly concerned. The other thing I would recommend is get an EIN number. It's free. You just go to the uh, IRS website, apply for uh, EIN number, and then uh, that'll basically establish your business, so to speak, and go to your state and apply for a business name. And so one of the problems I had, because I had so many different things going on, that I would just create a business name for everything. Okay, so I was I kind of started out uh, applying with the state for the business name, but now the way I got it and the way the legal things work out, if you just have like one general business name, and if you have a lot of side hustles going on, then you can that will be an umbrella for all the other side hustles you got going on because. You can have a business name, um, you know, Flowers R Us or something to the effect, and then you start selling something different. Well, obviously, that name is not going to work for if you sell uh, pants or something like that, you know. So, so those are some of the main things that that I have uh, there. And then be consistent. You got to be always be consistent because. Hey, if you can afford to hire an accountant or a web designer, hey, go for it. I recommend it. But it's always good to know. It's always, it, it's hard. I used to own a restaurant. So it's hard to run a restaurant and not know every aspect of that restaurant. So I look at having a business. If you don't, if you don't have, if you don't know the full aspect of what your business is, even though you're not an expert in it, then honestly, things are going to go bad or south down the road for you because you're going to run, run into problems. I think that's really solid information. And one thing that I personally have advised people is when it comes down to the structure of your business, right? Don't skip the money of of hiring a good CPA and having a good lawyer on your team. And I understand if you can't do that at all in the beginning, but eventually once your business gets a little more established, those are some solid players to have on your team because you just cannot afford to be making back-end type business mistakes. Those are critical. Those are the foundational elements of your business and everything else it's going to be built on quicksand if you don't have that portion correct. So Reed, that is honestly very, very beneficial knowledge that you shared. Of course, we can't deep dive into that topic today, but I think a lot of what I hear on podcasts and a lot of what I hear on social media is just a motivational, look, I made six figures doing this. I made seven figures doing that X, Y, Z. And you are right. People do not talk about the reality of these types of things. So I am super in, uh, grateful for you to bring this up. I'm super grateful that you talked about the importance of diversification and kind of just the importance of learning as you go and how much you have to do on your own. Um, you know, especially when you're starting out and you're bootstrapping, you don't have a lot of money. A lot of it is 
I got to learn and I got to do this as I go. And that I, there's so many, there's some similarity between you and I, but when it comes down to what you mentioned, like, Oh, you know, a lot of owners are creative and they just don't like, like the numbers portions and X, Y, Z. I can relate very, very strongly to that. And in fact, my taxes situation is kind of a hot mess right now. <laughs> um, well, I filed an extension, so it's not sure. a super hot mess right now. It's kind of under control, but I do have to sit down and get a lot squared away in the next few weeks. So definitely yes. need to do that part. But I think you gave us a lot of food for thought. And we, this conversation is something that we really could keep going with for a lot longer. So I think people will have questions about this or will want to learn a little bit more about you. So where can they connect with you? Where can they find out more? Uh, well, I, I don't necessarily have a website in regards to other stuff, but if people want to get a hold of me, they can uh, email me and it's out west. That's O-U-T-W-E-S-T and four nines ninety nine ninety nine at gmail dot com, and uh, in like I said, I've done small business. I've actually done books for other small businesses too, but I'm not focused on that kind of stuff right now. But I'd be happy to answer any questions for people as well. That would be awesome. And again, guys, if you can join us in our Facebook group, Social Media School with Sonia Kelji, that's another excellent place to continue this conversation to ask questions and to get more training on these types of subjects. So thank you, Reed. You brought a very, very cool perspective, some awesome stories, and some phenomenal information to us today. I am super happy that the TikTok world connected us, and I'm super excited about getting to know just a little bit more about you, about just kind of seeing where this friendship goes. So thank you for your time, and I will catch you guys all on the next episode of Social Media School with Sonia Kilji.